How do people who have lost themselves, I mean, those who are really tired of living a life that the world has told them they should be living, finally start to find their own voice and live authentically? They listen in and take action towards discovering who they are originally, tuning in and following their true North Star to the life that they've always known has been calling them. It's your girl, Rafiat. But we're friends now, so you can call me Fifi or Rafi. That's cool. And welcome to FYFM. Follow your first mind podcast. And if you felt that way, then this podcast is for you. Let's jump into it. Hey, you. Welcome to FYFM. Follow your first mind podcast. I am so excited to have Omega Mighty with me today. We are talking about following your heart, your intuition, and business and life. She has done, can I just say, like, I met her with like late last year. And ever since then, I feel like we've been like kindred spirits. Like, every time I see her, I was like, oh my gosh, yay! Like, <laughs> so excited for a person that I've actually never met in person, and yet you've impacted my life so much. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty dope to see you doing your thing. Um, I'm super proud of her for all that she does. And so Amiga, please introduce yourself. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Rafi. It's crazy that you said that because I feel like we we did meet in person, but we didn't. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, <laughs> the yeah. So but, strong. yeah, the bond is really strong. I'm like, wait, we haven't met in person. Cool. But yeah, um, my name is Omega Mighty. I am a singer-songwriter. I am an overall creative director and visionary, a double as a makeup artist. So I wear definitely a few hats. And I am co-founder of also a branding firm known as One Girl Studio. So um, yeah, I do a couple of things. I am excited about all that this year has in store for me and for those around me. And I'm excited to be here on this podcast. I'm excited. Okay. I want to start off with the first question, which is for you, what does your intuition look like and feel like? So my intuition, I can't tell you exactly what it looks like. It, I know what it feels like. It feels like a rumbling in my gut, something in my belly. It mm. feels like someone speaking to me, someone trying to send me vibes, feels like signs, um, mm. whether or not I take the first hints or, but there's definitely yes. signs. It's <laughs> like, you know, when, when, paths start aligning and things just start making sense or not you know I, I feel like that's kind of my intuition it speaks to me sometimes it's like really telling me something and if I'm not listening like I either learn I usually learn the hard way if I don't listen <laughs> I think that's pretty much it yeah it's I love what you said it's like an alignment so when things are aligning or not either way it's telling you the signs exactly it's telling me something mm-hmm. and you know the more that I, I grow and kind of like each year that passes I I learned how to embrace my intuition that much more um, mm. and really just sort of let it lead me because sometimes trying to go against that is literally going against myself, my path, what is meant to be set out for me. So yeah, I'm maybe learning to embrace it and listen to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you speak to like, what was that process like for you coming into, okay, this thing is guiding me, not hindering me. Like how did that how did that play out? Oh my goodness. Well, I could really take it like back, back and get personal. It was actually, it was the time when I was like 18, 19 and my ex-boyfriend at the time. And there was something in my gut. I I kid you not. I couldn't, 
I didn't have, you know, specific evidence or anything. And this is just when I came to realize how much I needed to listen to my intuition and how much it was telling me something. I had like these premonitions and I felt that he was cheating on me. And I literally like accused him of it a couple of times as well, even though I didn't have like proof proof, but I feel like a lot of times, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times women, we love to wait on proof mm-hmm. proof, but why do you need proof proof when your intuition is telling you something? That's true. And lo and behold, like, honestly, all of it came to fruition was exactly what I was feeling. And what I came to understand in that moment was that really what I was doing was I was I was scared of what my intuition was truly telling me that I didn't want to take the action behind it. I didn't want to trust my gut, even though I knew, you know what I mean? And so I've used that to propel me in so many other situations that, okay, if you are feeling funny about any type of situation, like listen to what your intuition is telling you. Oftentimes mm. it's telling you something important. And I can't tell you how many times my intuition has, has helped me maybe not find myself in the back of a van, for instance, like mm. I'm sure you guys know how many yeah. times especially as a makeup artist and, and a woman. And, you know, I get really weird messages that love to present themselves as fabulous opportunities to mm-hmm. fly here and fly there and do X, Y, and Z. And it's really wow. that intuition that allows you to be like, something sounds too good to be true. Something sounds weird. So that that's what I'm at. I'm trusting my intuition that much more. And even if it means putting up my guard a little bit more, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I need to protect my space. I need to protect yeah my spirit you know what I mean yeah no I love that you went there because what uh, I'm gathering really is like it's also out there to protect you in all sense of danger so danger and emotional danger is physical danger as psychological right it was trying to protect you with your ex-boyfriend but you obviously weren't heeding at the time right but everything happens in his time right exactly as you're supposed to learn from it and I did. Um, but I absolutely love that you were just kind of touching on the fact that, of the physical danger. Actually, it's nothing I haven't really talked about yet. So what comes up for you when you get these messages that say, hey, yeah, we want you to be the artist on set, so-and-so. Like, what comes over you? What is the feeling? For me, if anyone is a Virgo out there, you already know. Like, it's so hard to... I, I don't want to say it's pessimistic because it's not, but I also just, it's realistic to me mm. as being realistic. And I feel like when I get weird messages that are saying they want to recruit me to be on the front or like to cover someone really important for this magazine, like, I'm just like, there are not just like, I'm so proud of what I produce and mm. everything that I am. And I have no doubts about what I can contribute and what I can offer but I'm not an idiot. And I just feel like there are celebrity makeup artists that are really well known. So the fact that you're landing in my inbox with this, Mm. I'm just going to, I'm just going to now fish for more details. And when I start fishing for funny shit and you feel like you're just going to back off and you're not going to answer. So I love to approach it from that way. I really just am an investigative person. And I just, I feel like in general, like there's too many scams. We know, like I'm getting calls every single day for air duct cleaning. I don't have ducks. Right. (laughs) <laughs> like sis, I don't have ducks. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm in a condo fam. So yeah. I'm just trying to say that at the end of the day, I can't be oblivious to what's going on in the world. Yeah. And I can't, yeah, you know what I mean? And I feel like there's something about like probably just like my Caribbean heritage that drives mm. that intuition for me because the way I was raised was really not to be like trust, trustworthy mm. of everything. That's true. But in the same breath, I had to get bun a couple of times well to know that, you know, people are out here for real with the shadiness. So they are, you know what I mean? They are. No, it's for real. It's for, it just, wow. Like that, 
it makes me think about so many times that you just you have that something that just tells you like I don't know about this you know it's just, yeah. I don't know about this you know I love but that I you ask feel, the questions no for real but I also feel like on the flip side I do have that um, same sense where it, it allows me to be like I have a really good feeling about this or like mm-hmm. my spirit really aligns with someone else and I feel like this is a really good opportunity and I really need to go for it this time because this is really going to amount to something and if I just push it that much more it's, it's going to come to fruition so I feel like it's a blessing and a curse but in the same mm-hmm. breath like if I could honestly visualize my intuition this is why I say I couldn't see it if I could it probably would honestly be like a cross guard that has literally blocked so many evil yeah uh, you know what I'm saying and in the same breath has also just opened and unlocked so many doors for me has given me the magical key to doors that like no one has ever had a key to before so that's mm-hmm. how I feel about my intuition that's a good reference it's very <laughs> yeah that's a good reference because it's true it, it, it does ward off for you like I feel like it's like it, it's like cocoons you it does yeah and you can kind of go one way or hopefully another um but it is always like if you're choosing to listen to it it will be your bumpers like you know when you're going bowling mm-hmm. the bumpers that go down the side it is <laughs> not for real for real like I think I have to name my intuition because I do need to real life be talking to her sometimes like I have to be like girl what are you trying to tell me right now I need to know mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um so yeah maybe cheers to naming our intuition and, yeah. and her on Personally, I think that's our connection and our communication with God, but he's speaking Absolutely. through your own voice, right? Like it's you, Absolutely. right? So yeah. he in turn with you. So let me ask you, how, how was your relationship with self? Like, did you do learn your intuition? Did you come into more of a like standing in who Omega is in order to like really connect? I would say so. Like, I think it came more in, I think I've always kind of known who I am as a person there's always a development phase and you know especially that period where you're sort of like okay you're coming into adulthood Mm. you're learning a lot more about yourself and you're also just learning more about your standards and I think Mm. it took me a while to understand what my threshold was was for my standards and that's why I wasn't able to maybe act on my intuition right away because I was I had the fear of having to let go of something and what that might amount to and what that could mean and how I might feel sad in the beginning or whatever but really I needed to understand and and listen to my intuition so that I could truly understand what my standards were in the first place Mm -hmm. um, and what I just wouldn't allow so even if I didn't have physical proof of something it was just not going to be okay for me to even have that feeling and that Mm -hmm. feeling in my gut if I was having that things just needed to be severed at that moment yes. just for me to have peace. And I yes. think that's what I came to know and understand throughout that process. So I'm grateful for it because I feel like I I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if not to go through those things and not to truly understand my gut feeling. Because that gut feeling, I'm telling you, it's like a bubble. <laughs> and it could send you to the bathroom, girl. I'm not even <laughs> lying. Like the intuition is deep. You know, if you don't yes. listen, to it, it stays there and it lingers. Yes. And then on top of it, 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 it talks to you later and it says, why didn't you listen to me? I'm like, damn girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to pick up all the pieces and like, it holds Literally. you accountable. It does hold you accountable. I, but I want to go back to what you're saying about uh, standards, because I think that it's so important. I'm not sure if you're aware, but in my journey before 2020, I was in, I was in a depression and I was going through anxiety. And I realized that it's because I didn't love myself one, but also didn't have any respect for myself. That's where it kind of like clicked. And I realized throughout 2020 that 
I didn't have any standards. So therefore I couldn't respect myself. There was no, there was nothing to respect. Like I didn't know what was there, what I should respect or what I shouldn't, right? So I love how you said it helps you set standards because yeah, like once you know your bar, it's either they rise up to meet you or they don't. Period. So how did you, how did you finally find that standard and, and take it on as Mm. part of your purpose? To be honest, the biggest thing was understanding that God loves me for me, period. Mm-hmm. And so I am enough. And so if I'm enough, then I'm good. You know what I mean? So understanding that, like I'm just enough, right? And then everything else flows from there. So I want, if this is love, then love looks unconditional. So if it doesn't look unconditional to me or feel unconditional to me, also I should say, then something's off here, right? And then I, I can love. look back at the old relationships and say, hmm, well, I don't think that was love too much. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love that you said that because it's it's for real, for real. Like, honestly, the standard thing is so serious. And I felt like I had some serious standards, but mm, still throughout too. that process. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? But still throughout that process. And it's not to say that someone, I can't say like you, you couldn't be good enough for me. It's just mm. you maybe I wasn't good enough at communicating my standards and, Mm. and honestly severing that tie when it, when it needed to be severed. And that goes for anything like any friendship or relationship, like someone's not treating you the way that you want to be treated, which means that like you feel something that you don't love and maybe you're too scared to speak out about it or you do and you're getting shut down or you're getting that rebuttal. And then you feel like you're at a crossroads and just like, okay, maybe it's just better if I leave it. Or maybe it's just like, I don't want to fight about it too much, but like, no, in actuality, that is telling you something. You're not happy in this. Like, nah, don't prolong it. That was me. Like I never wanted to speak up. I never wanted to um, really rock the boat. Like I didn't want a confrontation. And so, okay, if I spoke, if I finally said what I want to say and you shut it down, forget it. I'm not bringing it back up again. I you hear know? you. But then I'm now in, not in peace with myself, right? So I love exactly. how you said that, like, your peace. It always came back to this peace that you felt. Exactly. And I was like confrontation queen. So I was okay <laughs> with that. Like, I didn't mind being all up in your girl. Like, so who this? What's this? Mm-hmm. But what I wasn't comfortable enough with was honestly just making a decision and knowing that whatever it was that I was looking for, whatever confirmation I feel like I needed, I didn't because the feeling in my gut was enough. And that's what I needed to honestly follow. So that's where I'm at now. Wow. That's nice. And see, I love the fact that you said it was a journey. So as you developed, it developed, right? Like as you hone into you, it started to develop. like, okay, now I know I can listen to this thing right off the bat. So tell me about how this has played out in your creative life. Like, where did you start? Did you start with singing? Did you start with art? Like, how did, how did it play out? Yeah. So, okay. So creatively, I didn't have a choice at first. Like I was honestly raised by a musical family. Ah, I started um, piano lessons at the age of four. So literally, yeah. So by the time I came to that was, I was always immersed in it and we had a piano at home and I had to practice and every Sunday we had to go to music school. So Mm that was a part of my everyday sort of ritual. Then as I grew up, I kind of came not to love the structure. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, play or whatever. I, I realized I was never good at theory. And one of the pushes was always to read music. And I was like, I don't want to, like, that's where my head was at. Um, so just as a kid, I think that's kind of what I ended up pushing back on. And in the midst of that, I I found my mom's heels at home or whatever. And I fell in love with the sound of like heels against the floor. So mm-hmm. I used to like, put on her shoes and like 
I guess I was, I don't know what I was doing, but she ended up putting me in tap dance lessons because she said I was doing something. Wow. Um, yeah. So I think sometimes creativity, it honestly kind of resides within us and we don't really know. It's only through mm-hmm. development that we recognize what that really could amount to yeah, or certain amount yeah. to. So that's kind of what my journey started like. So I, you know, started out in just music and then vocals and then got into dance. But needless to say, I was always kind of doing a lot of those things freely, but it did become a part of something a bit more professional at a very early age. So I understood the value of it, never knew really how to make that into a business venture at the time, but always seen the value in it and was always immersed in it to it. Always been a creative, but with a lot of Caribbean sort of households, like the mandate sort of is that you always, you know, to go to college and for something that's a little bit more Doctor, practical, <laughs> yeah, a little bit more practical, just because- Not there's anything wrong with them, but it's yeah, like you're no. not like five yeah, exactly. And also, I think it's just like our parents didn't understand how you're going to make money doing this thing, right? Yeah. Like, so, like, my parents were amazing because the support on a music level was, I couldn't ask for anything more. Mm-hmm. I, I really couldn't. And then on top of that, as I kind of transitioned, you know, through that, I my mom actually signed me up with an agent at a point when I was probably about... 10 and she was taking me to auditions and I was you know landing some gigs acting dancing the whole night doing you know some really cool stuff and it was really fun but it became taxing on her and she's working full-time so she really couldn't manage and I was missing a lot of school and stuff like that so I kind of had to stop doing that and then I think as I sort of transitioned again into adulthood, I was like, okay, I guess I have to be a little bit more practical. So I started to focus on my studies and I went to school for business and whatnot. And I developed throughout that thinking I, I was going to be a human resources professional, ended up oh. in the real estate. Um, and this is why I say it came all the way back 360 to creativity, because if anyone knows anything about realtors, it is such a, in the business sector, it's still a very creative field. And it's so different from your typical nine to five and that kind of structure. So yeah. it made so much sense to me how I landed there. A lot of people were like, how did you? But I ended yeah, up- Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, me either. But I ended up, you know, going through and sort of landing a job in marketing through business, through my studies with a commercial real estate firm. And so, you know, that's something that I still actively do, but it, it very much speaks to my creative side. And I could never- completely let go of of the other things that I love you know at the same time I sort of uh developed my makeup company and I was always very accustomed to being on stage and being the forefront and this was a bit of a different avenue for me because it meant that I was in the background a little bit and honestly um allowing other talent to be at center stage and Mm. I get a lot of gratitude out of that as well like so for me I feel like um, as a creative I'm really well-rounded and I I love wearing multiple hats, but also playing various roles. So honestly, I will be center stage and that girl, but I, I do know how to also take a backseat when the time is right. I feel like, again, my intuition just kind of spoke to me at different times yeah. of my life where I also just needed to try certain things, whether that was to see how this might play out or develop skills in another area that were going to help me later um, for whatever that thing was going to be that I I continue to drive home. Yeah, I think it's so important because being a well-rounded business professional is so integral to being uh, successful as an artist. And it's one of the things that's lacking so much um, Mm -hmm. and why many super talented people never make it because they really just don't have those fundamentals. So I'm grateful, again, for that journey 
be able yeah, to like, carry that's that with so you. incredible i love that you brought up the fact that it literally through your stories that's exactly what i heard it helped you to kind of like okay try this okay learn this okay learn that and it's like as you went along you were just kind of okay what's next you put your all into it you learn those you have to learn and so therefore later on you're able to use it that was a big lesson for me last year i took a position that i didn't quite think i can do was in sales and i was like all right me in sales like literally that was you know when those like career aptitude tests that you do in high school yes it was always on there for me but I was like no never right like I never wanted to do that and then I ended up taking this uh, this position and I loved it it challenged me so much but I realized my intuition was teaching me things but also I already had the skills for the position your mindset just wasn't there right and that's Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that we just have to sometimes work on it's like we're so like, I couldn't do that, or I don't have the skills. Since you have more than the skills, you're more than qualified. Yeah. If you actually even check some of the VPs and them up there, like you are absolutely more than qualified. Yeah. It is your mindset holding you back. And yeah. I've come to know that. And it's one of the things that I, th- I think is really prevalent among women, and especially black women, because we're always told that we can't. And so yeah. I think that much more, we have to fight through those barriers in our minds. And that's why I say it's something that you can't see because you really can't see it. It's not mm. tangible in that way, although it is. So it very much uh, is. It's such a yeah. big part. Like, like they don't teach you in school at all about the mind and yet it's so powerful. So <laughs> how did you realize that it was about your mindset? Like, what did you come into to realize like, oh, this is just my mindset. I have to change or change my perspective. Oh, yes. It's definitely getting burned. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you can learn certain things without going through the experience or mm-hmm. seeing someone going through the experience or, or learning about it through another way, right? Like, uh, maybe because although I had older sisters, but maybe because I hadn't really been exposed to a situation similar to this, I couldn't have realized what decisions I maybe should have made a little earlier. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, honestly, going through the experience, feeling what I felt and knowing that this is not a not a feeling I can ever allow myself to feel again, because I feel like I let myself down. And I mean, everyone's Mm -hmm. threshold is different. Everyone, you know, where you're sitting and what your standards are will be different. But I realized where my standard really was when I was like, how could I allow this to happen to me? And Mm -hmm. how when I had that feeling, how could I have not stopped things? So I think for me, can I just jump in there? Because I think you understand that that allow piece, it really will hold you accountable to yourself. Yeah. Hey you, I know you're enjoying the episode, but here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Fifi Glamour Beauty, specializing in real 3D mink lashes. Handmade, cruelty-free, and ethically sourced. Everyone deserves to experience quality products that makes them feel glamfident. At Fifi Glamour Beauty, we encourage confidence in oneself through a deeper understanding of faith, believing bigger than your fears, finding peace and purpose, and showing up as your glam self. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Fifi Glamour and use coupon code FYFM for 15% off. Now let's get back to this episode. It's too juicy. Damn, I can't okay. blame him. Why? I can't. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I can't blame him. I can't blame the friends that, you know, took advantage of me and I allowed them to because it's just like, you have to speak up for yourself and you have to mm. say, actually, it's not cool. You have to teach people how to treat you. Mm, and that's yes. on everything. So I cannot blame anyone for what I've had to endure. Mm. I can only blame myself for allowing it to continue and then take accountability for that and then step into, you know, 
my future uh, mm-hmm. with my head high and knowing what my standards are. And that's why I can say like, you know, I met the partner, the husband of my dreams because my standards were different at that point. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't really talk to me on another level <laughs> and me no funny shit and then expect, cause it just couldn't happen, right? Like at that point, and, and I'll tell you like, there are people that if you know me, you know me. Like I, some people say I'm, I'm she's super hard body or she's super like emotionless. And it's like, I'm not emotionless. I'm a Vir- Virgo and I love hard, but at the same time, like taking me for a fool, I'm just not with it. And I don't, that feeling for me is something that's important to me. So it's not necessarily important to everybody, but if I feel like I'm being taken for a poppy show, I'm actually cheesed. And now I feel like I have to answer to myself. So it's, that's the accountability piece for me. And that's my wow. threshold. And I don't like that in any, you know what I mean? Like at work, I don't want people dragging me along like an idiot. Like I just, mm. I can't deal with it. it. Anyone who's Caribbean knows. So. Yeah, no, you really can't. I always said Poppy should have heard that forever. <laughs> but it's true. That's exactly what it is though. They're taking you for a fool and you do have to answer to yourself after a while because okay, fool me once, you know what I mean? Like I didn't realize, but after yeah. it's happened to me a few times, I mean, eventually you can't blame, you can't continue to like point the finger and blame everybody else for your life exactly and then when you start to see the pattern you're like no but you seen this this and that and you mm. and you let it just slide but isn't that the hardest lesson though it's the hardest lesson <laughs> the hardest but i'd be looking back like for real for real like all right cool but it's the it's 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 the way that we learn right when you think mm. about you know any jobs that you've had and how new you were at the time and the things that you just didn't know and when you look back on that two mm. or three years later you're like Damn, they really got me at 25K a year. Damn, sis, you was dumb. You know what I mean? But that's how we learn. And then yeah. you set your new standard and you're like, well, I'm not finna take on no job less than 50K. Yeah. Then after that, you take on a new standard. And you're like, well, obviously you can't talk to me if you're not offering 90K. And then, yeah. right, so our standards are always building. And I feel like that's necessary. That's a part of life. And that's how we learn. Um, and sometimes, you know, people start a little higher than others because somebody was able to teach them certain standards specific to that industry or specific to that topic at a very early point in their lives but there are some things that you have to go through on your own and realize that your standards will develop and your intuition will develop because sometimes when she doesn't she hasn't been in that situation before she doesn't know exactly how to tell you something's Mm -hmm. funny so you're not always sure what that feeling is like it might be like okay, is this the way things are supposed to be? Okay, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's it. Especially if some of the other people in the situation feel like, yeah, 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 don't worry, yeah. You exactly. Know? But the minute that your intuition has seen something before, even if you haven't seen it before, but she's seen it before and mm-hmm. felt it before, even just around her, the next thing is she's going to be telling you. She's telling you throughout your dream. She's telling you. And yeah. you're like, damn, I had this weird dream. I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, she's talking, she's talking. Always. I honestly think it's a, I think that's a good point. It's always there trying to communicate with you. She's always trying to communicate with you if you allow her to, right? If you're trying to take heed to what she's saying. I love the fact that you brought up the fact that, yeah, it comes out as accountability sometimes. And that's just the way it works. You can't really kind of, you can't escape it. Um, For it. Yeah. It makes you a better person. Ooh. Yes. Yes. I'm so grateful for the, in the moment, I'm telling you, like I was Mm. distraught, whatever, but the way that that makes you such a better person, Mm. it's like, again, I, the, the standards that I set for myself and in turn, 
would set then for my children and the experiences that I would share with them to allow them to make decisions early on mm. that really might just help them not even having to experience certain things that I did or That's being true. able to start at a higher salary or just knowing their worth even that much more I think that's really what it comes down to right because our standards are really what we place on our worth and Mm. we don't learn it necessarily right away right it takes time to understand our worth it takes time to set a rate for your business and understand Mm. what you should be charging but then five years you you look five years back and you're like damn I was charging that (laughs) your intuition today if someone pulls up on you at a certain rate is going to be like bubble guts yeah you know I love that because I think I love that you said your standards is kind of tied to your worth and I think it shows you how much you don't value yourself when your standards are in the trash and you're letting people treat you any kind of way I think that's a really big indicator of I don't view myself with enough love and enough worth I love you said that yeah it's true it's crazy sometimes It really is. It goes deep. And I feel like that's what I learned throughout 2020 is that it goes deep. It is it's so much more than what's on the surface. So talk to me about now. Like, how do you guide yourself now in the decisions that you make to try to, even though obviously you can't guarantee, but try to make sure that you are following your intuition to the best of your ability? So for me, in my decision-making process, I'm very cautious. And so mm-hmm. I'm not happy-go-lucky about just making commitments off that I really like to try to do my investigation as much as possible if I am thinking about you know somebody approaching me to work on a particular project I'm asking for more details maybe I'm reaching out to somebody who has experience in that field who has worked with that person before Mm. um, just so I can get a feeler of what I should even base my decisions off of I think the the worst things that we can do are really make decisions based off of the unknown and I think Mm. a lot of times that's why we we end up not knowing our worth because those other variables are really unknown to us. But if we knew who was going to be on this project and what they were going to be doing with the final pieces and how that was maybe going to, or the, the potential that was even there for profits, we would probably make some very different decisions when we first started engaging into those projects. And so I think taking my time to be like, okay, this offer was presented or this is, you know, something that's cool. Like there's some, there's a decision that I can make here. It's a yes or no, but maybe that decision doesn't need to be made today mm. because maybe I don't have all the information available at my fingertips to make that decision today. Mm. I love that because it's like, it's not only are you asking questions, but you're asking what are the questions that I need to ask? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause we love to rush. Like I know everybody wants to get the bag early, but like, mm-hmm. honestly, the slow grind is, is where it's at for me. Cause I, mm-hmm. there are so many, but like we, we hear about the Tony Braxton's and the, this and the, that, like they had great opportunities, but didn't understand all the nuances and ended up going bankrupt. Sure. And I just feel like we take our time. Yeah. We'll be honestly in a better position in the long run. Mm, that's a good point especially today because it's glorified for everybody who's like the overnight success uh, Mm -hmm. or overnight success I stay with air quotations because I don't think any success is overnight unless you won the lottery which we all know what happens when people win the lottery they usually lose it right and it's not even overnight because I've been playing the lottery for how many years and I win (laughs) you know what That is very true. That is very true. Because yeah, you yeah. put your little two dollars or whatever it was towards it. You know what I'm saying? Fun. Yeah, that's a good from, point. From your you, you're probably picking all numbers for your your yeah, parents. Yeah, it's true. At the same time. Life. From the cash for life, scratching. 
Totally. Like my dad would be like, Amiga, which is pick some numbers for me now. It's like, <laughs> you've been playing since you were you. <laughs> That's so true. That's so, so true. If I win that shit, I, I, I'd be like, I've been at this for 20 years, y'all. It's true. But I think that's how you build. Um, it sounds to me like what you're trying to do is build a solid foundation. Yeah. So it can last and build legacy. Like it's not just about you. That's what I kind of really grabbed from what you're saying. It's not just about you. It's how do I set up my future, my children's future, even my family's future? Because sometimes what I get the vibe from you as well is like you understand that people are also looking up to you. So it's not just about you. Absolutely. It's never just about me. It's so far from being just about me. Like, mm. I can't remember the last time it's been just about me. Like, it's integral for my team. Mm. Um, wherever I'm going, like, I, we know every superstar has a strong superstar team behind them. And I think it's so important for them to wow. be uh, yeah. credited, to be recognized for all that they do. So I'm very, like, for me, I'm just, I'm so grateful for yeah. everyone that's in my space. I am particular though, about people that I yeah. keep in my space. And that's the other thing. And that's why I feel like my intuition doesn't all the time have to be in a really bad place because mm-hmm. I'm particular. So again, even when I was speaking back to some of those um, messages I talked about earlier, when I'm getting funny shit in my DMs or whatever from my first thought is like, oh, this shit's fake. And I don't, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, I, first thing that doesn't bother me like to me it would be amazing if oh this is actually someone legit but I never feel like damn like wow look who reached out to me because I just feel like and, and some people might be like oh that's super pessimistic but it's realistic like let's let's be honest it's it's your view, right at the end of the day it's your view um as you said you've been burned so you're not going to be all naive and just jump to the first thing when you know that there could be something potentially dangerous on the other side and truth be told, I mean, when you're reaching out to someone, you're doing it for a reason. There's maybe a benefit mm-hmm. for them, but there's also a benefit for you. So mm-hmm. you have to always look at it from that lens. So what is the benefit for them? What is the benefit for me? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're telling me that the benefit for me is that I'm going to get to be on the cover of a magazine, great. Tell me more details. Let me know more about it. Mm-hmm. What is the benefit for you? Um, mm-hmm. You're telling me the rate is what? And what do you stand to make on this campaign? Like, there's always two sides to every coin. And so... When people are just like, damn, this record label just wants to sign me. It's like, what are you going to owe them, sis? Yes. Like, just just find out their nuances and understand there's a reason why lawyers get paid the big dollars to review these documents. Right? Like, <laughs> it's not a joke out here in these streets because it could mean you're tied to them for another 10 years for five mm. albums. And I mean, I really don't know all the nuances, but I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, there are reasons why there are so many talented artists that are locked up into these contracts and they can't mm-hmm. even drop no new music. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a shame, and so man. I mean, I'll never say never because you never know. You could find yourself in a situation, and you never know. But I'm just yeah. trying to say, like, I'm doing all that I can to just take mm-hmm. my time and exude patience. I'm excited about dropping new music. I'm excited about performing and doing new shows. But I know that I need to exercise patience at the same time. Like, like you said, nothing happens overnight. Good songs, like we we heard about the uh, like the weekend, for instance. I I forget exactly which track that was, but he probably wrote that like ten years prior and mm-hmm. just had that tune running in his head until he refined it ten years later like things take time Mm. it takes time wow wow that's big that's big I think what I want to touch on now because I feel like I'm really gathering from you now is you touched on your team and how important it's for your team to be a support to you but then you also talked about your parents earlier and so I feel like in you they almost instilled the essence of community and support but quality people how do you make sure that the people around you are the people that are quality or do you take that same like investigative 
I do. I test out people. Mm. I really do test out people. I'm like, do you want to go for a test drive? Like, that's really where I'm at with people. Um, I can't be too trusting. And I wouldn't expect anyone to be too trusting with me off that. Like, everyone's nice on first glance. You know what I'm saying? Except probably for me. I've been told I'm kind of mean on first glance. (laughs) Um, And it's probably just because... Okay, cool. But I've heard that. But it's probably just because I'm on some analysis type shit. Like, I'm not really... Mm. I'm not being mean um, and I'm friendly and I'm high, but I'm not saying come over to my house first night. I just met you. I don't know you like that. And that's just where I'm at. So I test out people. I see what they're about, get to know Mm -hmm. them. And I feel like it's just like any relationship, like you wouldn't get married to someone that you just met yesterday. Like um, I I, I honestly treat my friendships and my, my colleagues the same way. Like I feel like in some ways those are marriages. Anyone that's Mm -hmm. like friend, they know, like that means I'm taking time out of my day to do things for you, to talk to you. And you're doing the same vice versa for me. And that's really the basis of, of, a relationship so I love that yeah I love that because you're right it is like a marriage and to me marriage is 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 weighty you know maybe in this day and age sometimes people don't really take it as something that's very serious but it is it's a commitment between two people who decide to be together and so the friendship is the same a work or even a business person it is the same right like you're committing to like okay guys through thick and thin we're going to try to work it out absolutely let me ask you then how do you get to that point well, what does that look like for you when you decide, okay, maybe this person's not the best for me? How would you walk through that? Because I feel like for some people, they just take out the scissors and cut people off. Some people, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not nice about that. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to try to pretend I'm a Virgo. And honestly, Virgos, like we do the cutting. I'm, I'm okay. a straight cutter. I'm not going to try to lie. I know it's not always nice, but sometimes I don't have the energy because I also feel like, like peep this. This is how I really, really feel. I honestly feel like people know what they're doing. They're not dumb. So I just feel like at the same time, I don't have to walk you through baby steps on what it is that you're doing. You know what you're doing and you're just doing what you can to keep getting away with it. And I'm not going to warn you so many times. I'm just going to snip it. Like, that's just where I'm at. Um, And again, I honestly just feel like the way how I am, if you know my heart, like I either take to you or you don't. So you also get to know the way that somebody moves based on how they see that you move. So when you see someone that's righteous, and if that's really not what's in your heart, generally the communication is awkward. Like something is weird and something is off already. Because mm-hmm. honestly, wow. our spirits are not aligning. Because yes. and if we just talk about some shit, like if we honestly just talk, like how me and you are having a conversation right now, and you get to know like my inner thoughts, you're not gonna like me if that's not where you're at. If mm-hmm. you're feeling like, you know what I'm trying to say, if you're feeling like actually I would do this in this situation or I'm on some different, you're probably not really going to rock with me and I'm not really going to rock with you. So it's, it's kind of easy. Like it usually just kind of, you don't hear from me and then it's cool. Mm. Like no hard feelings, but yeah, my spirit, I can't take to a negative spirit. I can't take to nasty yeah. spirit. Like I can't. I, I think it's important because it's an intention. You're letting the spirit guide you because that's who, that's really who the person is right? Everybody can put on the face. Well, we all exactly. wear for sure. But some people, they just, it's like seven different layers on top of who they really are. It's true. Right? It's true. But and, and I'm not going to say sometimes, that's why I say I test people out because hmm. there have been times where I've been like, I've been cool with somebody for a year or two, but like, even the way that I get close to you, it'll be on some funny shit. Like hmm. I won't be that close to you. If I feel, if my intuition is telling me something is a bit off. Hmm. So I'll only get close to you to an extent and then I'll realize like where it is that I need to fall back you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I and I understand that there are people that like they need certain things right 
or maybe, you know, they're more needy emotionally or whatever else, but there's also an importance for balance in a relationship where mm -hmm. you can't always be giving and you also need to be able to feel like you can rely on that person. So also yeah. if there's a time period where it just feels like it's super imbalanced and not for any particular reason that you're going through a particular hardship, but it just stays unbalanced because you, you're just not willing to give what I'm willing to give in the relationship. I'm also out. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't think people really look at it in terms of that. Like, like, Oh, I just want to take care. Especially when you're a person who likes to take care of people, you might just want to give and give and give, but not realizing that like, wait a second, that person Great. hasn't quite been there for me. And it's draining, right? Like Very. I'm okay mm -hmm. to be there for some, especially like, let's say I have a, a friend and she just had a baby. Like, you know what? Her needs are greater than mine in this very moment. I don't expect like, there's going to be times where I need to give a little more and that's okay with me. But if I feel like you can never find it in your heart to give and I'm always feeling drained, that's just not, mm. I'm a, I'm a caregiver at that point. We're not mm. friends. Right. Yeah. And so then I just, I could just be your nurse. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> so, so that's, you know, it's the feeling and it's your intuition. It will tell yeah. you honestly, when you're not feeling balanced, when you're not feeling right, like. Wow. I love that. And not feeling balanced yeah. and not feeling right because then your peace is off. Yeah. I feel like that's the theme right now. Like yeah. that's what I'm learning the most that like intuition means is your, your biggest indicator is whether your peace is intact or not. Exactly. And it's like, I don't, if I'm being very honest, I don't sit there and study it. Like I don't. Mm. I don't necessarily write this all this stuff down. It's just like when I finish doing something, how I'm like, how does that make me feel? If I'm hanging out with someone, so how does that make me feel? If I don't feel happy about it, I'm not leaving my house to chill with you. Like that's where I'm at. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. If I don't enjoy our conversation, I'm never gonna call you. So mm -hmm. I literally just move off of how I feel and how my what my intuition is telling me. I, I don't have to study her. Like she studies mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I love that you take the time to pause. And to just ask yourself, period, right? And like, I feel like that's the best, best course of action because you can, like it nothing is. that's free, right? Like it probably saved you so, from so much heartache in this process. I think so. I think mm. so. And it allows me to make decisions going forward. Like mm. even in my own creative rights, if I finish a piece of something and I look back on it, sometimes in the moment, I'm like, this is amazing. And maybe a month later, I'm like, I would have done this differently. And maybe mm. I'm okay with like where it's at right now. And I feel like that's what needs to be shared with the world at this moment. But I also make decisions in that moment, what, how I might refine that in the future. And I, I think that's great. Like that's where my intuition is at. Sometimes she's just telling me how even I might need to move differently with the times because of the mm. space and digital era that we're in. Like, that's you true. know, yeah. That's true. She's taking a lot of information that we're not necessarily privy to exactly yeah, we don't see it but she sees it mm, i love it i love it all right omega what do you think is maybe your biggest lesson that you've learned maybe of 2020 or through understanding your intuition my biggest lesson is probably just to go for it i think mm -hmm. there are in, in many ways i have held myself back and haven't gone for certain things full-fledged but i know my time is now Mm -hmm. um, and you could sit here and say shoulda, woulda, coulda, but the truth is I'm ready now. And I probably wasn't ready then. So my biggest lesson and anything that I, if there was advice that I could offer to anyone is just go for it. If you have that grand big idea that, you know, people around you are telling is way out of your league, go for it. Like, trust me, you have no idea where you might see yourself go so far mm -hmm. with that idea that seems so out of scope for you right now. But that's how some of the greats, they did it. They had an idea and 
you know, they were able to find buy-in from the people that were truly willing to support it. And it's okay if it's your family members or the closest people to you that can't see your vision Mm. because the vision wasn't for them. Come on. That's it. Come on. That is so true. That is so true. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing with us today, because I think that's such an important lesson. I believe that your audition gives every single person a vision for their life. It's up to you to kind of like unlock what it is. Agreed. And run with it. Agreed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I already love. Thank you. Thank you. So please thank let people know how they can find you or what are you working on next that you can let us know about. Yeah, so uh, I'll let you know what I'm working on. So I have two profiles, so you're gonna have to follow me on both. You gotta check out all my beauty stuff. Um, doing a lot of crazy beauty work, and that's where I'm a bit more behind the scenes at Dollface Dreddy M U A. Um, but on the flip side, as a music singer songwriter, you're gonna find me at Omega Mighty underscore. Um, so you can find me at omegamighty.com. Um, and stay tuned. This year is gonna be a big year for me. I'm definitely gonna be dropping some new music. It'll be the first time that I'll be working on like a solo project. So I'm excited to share it with you guys and let's go all 2021. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. That's dope. The first video I heard of you singing, I was like, okay, wow, what can you do? Like, wow. And that's what I mean. You know, some people are like, I didn't know you do that. And I'm like, I know, I just been, I'm humble and I'm quiet, but it's time to, it's time to step up. There you go. I love it. (laughs) Alrighty, girl. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Wow. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Had so much fun with this episode, yet her points on self-accountability hit so hard and so if this episode made you think of a relationship or a situation in your life i urge you to take a pause feel it out what's your intuition trying to tell you about it if this episode made you think of someone share with them until next time live life fearlessly